Howdy do, buckaroos. This is Greetings from the Uncanny Valley, the Westworld podcast on the Incomparable Network. I am your host, Kelly Gamont. With me, as always, is Don Melton. Party on, Don! Party on, Garth. We would like to thank Jason and everyone over at the Incomparable for hosting us as an offshoot of the TV podcast. And we are here to step into analysis for Season 3, Episode 4, The Mother of Exiles. I feel like we should start at the beginning today. So let's talk about The Mother of Exiles. Don, take it away. The title. I got the uh, the title, The Mother of Exiles, uh, the inside dope on where that comes from. And I should have remembered this because <laughs> I heard this in school. But well, yeah. uh, my friend. Lots of us did, I friend, think, at some point. My friend Alan in my uh, World of Warcraft Classic Guild once hey, again came through. Hey, Alan, uh, came through uh, with an insight there. The Mother of Exiles is from the New Colossus. It's and a sonnet. The New Colossus is what, Don? <laughs> it is inscribed on the pedestal of the Statue of Liberty. Yes. Yes. And so, and uh, I should have remembered that, but, you know, along with the, you know, give me your, uh, you're tired, tired, you're poor. poor. Yeah. Yeah. The paragraph before that (laughs) is, uh, contains a sentence, a mighty woman with a torch whose flame is the imprisoned lightning and her name, mother of exiles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, that's where it comes from. At least that's my guess. I mean, because uh, well, it's Lisa one of those titles we've are... gotten before that works twice, you know, or yes. you know, three or four times, I guess, depending. They got they got to get a lot of mileage on that title. Really <laughs> yes, Lisa, but Lisa and Jonathan are you know literate people, so yes. So the I rich kids who good. read, I guess, would be yes. The rich kids who read, <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, speaking of that, and we'll get to, uh, uh, some other things I, I've been reading online, lots of other, uh, wacky theories and insights into, uh, uh, the episode, uh, not just on Reddit, but other, uh, even seamier places on the internet. Oh, goodness. Um, yeah, and uh, no, I'm just kidding about there's no seamier place. Well, 4chan, but uh, <laughs> okay, the, I don't yeah. go there. Yeah, mm-hmm. screw that. Uh, so, uh, uh, and it is much like we said in our reactions uh, show. Everybody is still, you know, they took a punch to the head with this episode, and they're still yes. staggering around midweek. And I can tell you when I rewatched it again today, uh, before uh, we recorded, watch it this uh, evening. Yes. And I was just wrapped. I was just like, yeah, yeah. And then what happens? Uh, and uh, aside from that, and uh, I was, I was still shocked, and I knew what was going to happen. Yeah, right? that was the and, same thing. And, like, oh, is Maeve going to win this time? Like, I really had that moment. Of yes, of like she can beat him this time now that she knows what's coming. Yeah, no, yeah. So, so there was a lot going in there. I also looked at the uh, the craft of the reveal, yeah, of like who's inside who and when it happens. 
And the thing that struck me this time, and I, I did read something uh, that the uh, uh, director of the episode, uh, who was Paul Cameron, right? Okay. Uh, Paul Cameron said that uh, when they went out to film the episode, he and Jonathan, because you know Jonathan and Lisa stick their fingers and everything, and, and Lisa, yes. by the way, is co-writer on this episode. Mm-hmm. Is they they went in and wanted to stealth the reveal a little bit more, mm-hmm. uh, and you can tell that they they went in and did some very very clever and judicious editing because it's kind of a because I remember when I watched it Sunday night as you're switching back uh, and forth. Uh, between uh, 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 Charlotte Hale mm-hmm. with uh, William, uh, with uh, Bernard and uh, Connells, and uh, with Maeve and um, uh, 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 I can't think of his name all of a sudden. Masashi? Yeah. Yeah, Masashi. And you just get you just get this glimpse of like, wait, what, what? Mm-hmm. And it's almost as if they managed to do it all at the same time. So the way they cut that mm-hmm. was just a total dope slap. Yes, to and the viewer watching that reveal peel back and peel back and peel back. Because for me, every one of those, I went, <clears throat> oh well, that one's Dolores. And then we move to the next one. You know, like we get the big reveal. Like that's Dolores. Oh, okay. And then we go to the next one, and I'm like, "Well, who's that?" Right. And then, <laughs> and then they're like, "Hey, guess what, Dolores." And I'm like, "Okay." Then we get the next one, and I'm like, "Well, they can't all be Dolores. Like for Loris, that's crazy town." So, I so like every one of them, the way they pulled it off. Although I will say. When Hale walks in and is shaving the man in black, I was like, that was the first moment I was uh, shouty at the TV. Flashback. Yes. Because I'm like, it's totally her. It's totally her. I knew it. I knew it was Hellorus. Yeah. Because she's doing it the same way. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And I may also at that point have yelled, Don owes me a dollar, I think. (laughs) Yeah. And I do. So like. This uh, the other thing I really liked about this episode was all of the little side stuff that we got. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me, we talked about um, uh, we talked about the the name of the distillery, which was yes. the uh, which was Itai Doshin, which means uh, of the same mind, though we are many in body, which was. Which, which I have to admit, I laughed and laughed and laughed about afterward. When I looked it up, I was like, because at that point, we didn't know. Like, when we very first see it, when Maeve first gets there, we haven't seen any of the reveals yet. So I'm like, oh, so of the same mind, though we are many in body, like, it's because they all have pearls and I get that. And okay, ha ha. Right. Well, also, <clears throat> um, they go when uh, Dolores takes Caleb suit shopping. She takes him to Friston Custom Clothiers, and yeah. the pre- the presumption is that this is um, <clears throat> in honor of 
Carl Friston. So I did look at like one article and find some some stuff. And this was the one that that was interesting, which was um, Carl Friston is famous for brain like brain imaging. And so uh, like brain mapping tools, because he was one of the first people that helped make brains something that people could science with. Really? Yeah. Apparently so somebody wrote about him in like the... Wired or something. So they named the suit store after that guy just to give like a little shout out to like brain science, I guess. Weird. Yeah. So I thought that was super cool. Um, <clears throat> so there was apparently an article about him in Wired and in like 2018, I think it said. And, um, and his idea was uh, if you was was to answer if you are alive what sort of behaviors must you show so yeah it it was it was oh, pretty interesting you know i have heard i have heard of i uh, didn't put the name together i have heard of that whole fristonian thing yeah, yeah i think yeah, yeah, yeah. called it that yeah so yeah. uh you can go look up there's a, like and i said there was a wired completely... article a couple years ago <clears throat> yeah. That would have been completely lost on me because I didn't notice the name of the damp store. Well, I noticed but I it, but it was... I couldn't put it to anything, so I went and looked, and that uh, was what I found. Well, you 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 always you always notice the names. These <laughs> I do. Times fly by me. Well, that I was mean, the other I... thing about this episode. Like the other thing I always notice is the music. So there was that. Yes. Too. So yeah, we got. Uh, so... Yeah. So things I did notice not about this episode, uh -huh. but knowing the reveal, I was going to get um, uh, back. I went, I went, and I thought. So how much of this did they telegraph? Mm -hmm. Right, and it's been there from the beginning of this season in the credits, the mirrors, the reflections. Uh, mm -hmm. the, you know, the bodies, you know, tapping the water and seeing themselves reflected. It's all about duplicates. I mean, you could go okay. in and, you know, the room when we see last episode, Dolores and Charlotte in, and there's, you know, there's a sculpture there by the window of like twins. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just... <laughs> It's just nuts, and the use of mirrors all the way back um, to the beginning, uh, and looking at reflections. Yeah. And so, if they, you know, it's like they were hitting you over the head with this stuff. So, uh, if they're that obvious, yeah, but it's about, only obvious in retrospect. Like as we look at, remember we talked about it. Yes, we talked but... about like who is that host, and you know what if. You know, like we got Dolores in the opening credits of the first season, and then we got Maeve in the second season. So who is it in the third season? You know, that kind of thing. So, yeah. like, we've kicked this idea around a couple of times. We just never got it anywhere, really. <laughs> yeah. But what it made me think is, what are they foreshadowing now mm -hmm. that we're going to go and do the head smack on once episode eight rolls around? It's yeah. like, oh shit! It was there all oh, the was, time. Of course it was. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's bad enough that they they put Chekhov's gun on the mantle place so often. <laughs> it's just would they stop? <laughs> would they stop slapping me with it? Yes. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. So 
There, there's going to be. So I was looking a, a lot at the imagery this time. Mm-hmm. And one thing um, one person asked me about was, uh, you know, the letterbox scene where we have yeah. in the beginning with Bernard and uh, and Dolores. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the question is, is like, when is this happening? Is this, because this is like the, um, uh, not just the sublime, but also the uh, cradle. It's like the cradle. Yeah. Dol- Dolores didn't have a cradle set up in, you know, Arnold's uh, den there. I yeah. mean, she had a, you know, she had a, uh, a host body manufacturing thing. Yeah. But she had she a 3d printer, but that was she it. had a 3d printer. Right. <laughs> but she didn't have the, so did this happen? Is this a flashback back to Westworld? Mm-hmm. Is this Bernard hallucinating? Because he says in there, this isn't real. So when mm-hmm. does that happen? Right. And, See, I, I wondered that a lot too. And I also wondered that about the man in black right at the beginning, because his hand looks terrible, but it doesn't look freshly injured. It's not freshly injured, but he's clearly missing two fingers on his right hand. Yeah, and yeah, he's, he's missing, and they weren't he's completely the gone. That one was like, uh, yeah, um, he's missing the uh, the top half of his index finger and his ring finger on his um, right hand. I think it's his I, right hand. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I paused and stepped through uh, repeatedly to to verify that. And yeah, that and would you match, can you can see like that would match what's... season season two episode ten when you did see his hand there. It's yeah, the same look. Dolores put the bad bullet in the gun, and then he took it, and then he tried to shoot her, and it all went wrong. Yeah. So yeah, that's that was... that's a good way to lose fingers. So, yeah. Um. So the other thing we got in this one that made me happy uh, was we finally got some music. So I had talked before about like, um, we're not in the park anymore, so we don't have anything that plays the music, so that I get to play name that tune. There's no player piano. Right? Yeah, I have no player piano, and I was I, I was sad about that. But they tricked us. They did. I was so I was excited because there's actually two songs in this episode that I that I recognize. Like oh, two. <clears throat> yeah. So um. The one I couldn't place the first time through when we were doing the reaction show. I couldn't. I thought it was something and I couldn't line it up. And in the meantime, um, when I went back and watched again, it sounded familiar. And it's because it's a Bjork song. And uh, it's called Hunter. No shit. Yeah, it's called really? Hunter. And it's um, it's the music that's playing when Sarak brings Maeve back online and then tells her about Paris and what she has to do. Smack. Oh and yeah. What and and what is the opening of this song? If travel is searching and homes and home what's been found, I'm not stopping. I'm going hunter. I'm going hunting. I am the hunter. I'll bring back the goods, but I don't know when. Damn them. Right. And their, and their musical choices and their gorgeous with the lyrics alt that you 90s, don't hear. Alt music from the 90s taste in music. Yeah, because I'm like, I know that song, I know that song, I know that song, I know that song. And um, I did have to go look it up, but I knew I had, I knew I could remember hearing 
that music somewhere and that was what it was was it was this uh bjork song from 1997 so uh do you have that on cd i do (laughs) yes and do do you look at the liner notes i do i lay on the floor and read all of them um by the way that's an inside (laughs) joke for kelly and i for the video transcoding my video transcoding slack because yeah hi guys (laughs) so i'm just giving you crap for giving kelly crap earlier i know um we also uh, this actually happened early this morning online today yeah we have our little amusements so (laughs) yes Uh, if you don't buy cds how do you lay on the floor and listen to the liner notes that was my burning yeah yeah right yeah so um so the other song we got in this one was um the weekend and it was wicked games and it's from like 2011 i think was was when that came out so the weekend i could place um so i was excited about that one uh, now that's funny <laughs> that that was so recent it wasn't yeah, like that know, it's not from the the same like yeah. like playlist as all the other stuff we've pretty much gotten so far which has all been sort of standard issue 90 sorts of things including the music we got in the trailers because we got sweet child of mine in yes. one of the trailers, and that's technically an '80s song. That's not even a '90s song because that came out in 1989. Why do I? Yeah, know it's that? late '80s. Anyway, late 80s. but yeah. we haven't heard that in the show yet, right? No, we have not. Um, we haven't had. I don't think we've had a lot of. Um, we haven't really. I mean, we're four episodes in, but we haven't had those things that stand out. Like by now, we already had like Nine Inch Nails and The Cure, and Paint It Black. Um, you know, The Rolling Stones already. Uh, by and this point in season 60s, one. Technically, that was yeah, from the 60s. that's a 60s song. Um, and then season two, we had, you know, my favorite, uh, Heart Shaped Box by Nirvana. So. Yes, we did. Uh, my favorite was uh, the Wu-Tang Clan song from oh, yeah. <laughs> um, which was uh, the song that uh, uh, Akane danced to. Yes, the, the song that she was into that was amazing. I did not realize that 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 was that song when I when I watched the episode <laughs> the first time. I remember texting I you, you "OMG Wu Tang Clan." <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "What? What? What?" Yes. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't have known if it hadn't been um, for iMessage and Kelly. So I like, had to go back and I was like, "Son of a gun," you know. Yeah. So it just fit perfectly. It's uh, so good. Yes. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I enjoy. So, so I've glad... really enjoyed, but I've also enjoyed all the music this season. Like we we kind of talk about it a little bit in the reaction shows, and and I love how it sounds so different from what we've gotten before, but it's still absolutely Westworld. So I feel like that's a credit to Ramin Jawadi that that's what's happening because it doesn't sound like any anything we heard in season one or season two, and no. and it's beautiful and it's absolutely still. Sounds like Westworld. It's also creepy. I mean, the contextualized music is not creepy, but the other mood and whatever music. Mm -hmm. uh, And uh, yeah, very, very creepy. (laughs) In fact, I was listening to part of it. I know I'm going to have to watch the episode a third time to try to like you know, what is Ramin Jawadi going here? What is he channeling there? Because mm-hmm. it was reminiscent of something. And yeah. I think he's doing that intentionally. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I'm going to have to listen again. So yeah. um, skipping past music, I wanted yes. to uh, discuss something. And this is 
got to thank somebody on uh, Reddit for pointing this out. And mm-hmm. I was talking to a couple of my uh, gamer friends about this. Uh, and we, we did mention this, I think, in the reaction show. Mm-hmm. But it's the whole thing that I thought was super interesting in that conversation uh, between uh, Maeve and Sirach after Sirach reminisces about Paris being gone. We yeah. still don't know what's behind that. We mm-hmm. got a clues. Maybe episode five, we're going to find out a little bit more about that I and find out about so. his brother. About his brother. Yeah. But the whole thing about where he says, you know, he tried to build this predictive analysis stuff. But, you know, it, it was only so good. It, it, you know, mm-hmm. it was flawed. And somebody had come up with a way to do a map, you know, an accurate map of the human mind in, of all places, a theme park, right, mm-hmm. as he called it. Yeah. And so what it struck me and it uh, struck uh another person on uh, Reddit who I noticed today is this whole, this whole difference between um, Ciroc and, uh, and Ford. I mean, Ciroc's Rehoboam mm-hmm. might've thought somebody like uh, William, for example, was, going to be a brilliant person and, you know, would open the doors for them and whatever. And maybe mm-hmm. they did, you know, uh, but it was Ford's and the park's technology that really showed William to be the terrible, terrible person he is. Yes. Right. And so, so it's almost as if like they're saying, you know, the failure of big data doing a simulation like that, mm-hmm. what you need to do is, is, is get inside the choices someone actually makes. Right? Okay. Not your prediction of mm-hmm. the choices yeah. they would make based on that, you know, the societal well, thing. I thought it was very interesting, that dynamic. It is. And, but the other thing that was interesting to me is that, um, uh, we get the trailer for next week <clears throat> where Sorak is talking about outliers. There are outliers who don't, basically who don't behave. And we need to eliminate that or it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And, of course, then they cut to Caleb. And I'm like, well, of course. Like, Dolores found the same outlier you're looking for. I'm shocked, right? Um, my question about his story about Paris when we get that flashback is that, um, like him, it, you know, he mentions him and his brother and there's like two boys in a field and there's a, there's a cut to a bunch of people in hazmat suits next to a van and they're Beckoning like, them to come, right? like waving at them. Yeah. And then, and then they cut back to the kids and there's like devastated Paris. And next to the kid that's standing there, which we, I guess, presume to be Sirac, is like an animal on the ground, like a cow or something. It didn't look like a dog. It looked bigger. So, um, yeah, I was kind of curious, like, why there were already hazmat people there and everything. So anyway, like, I have a whole bunch of questions about that whole story. Yeah, Which will come 50. as a surprise to approximately no one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So, yeah, I want to know more about that. I want to know yeah. what happened to his brother, right? Is his brother yes. still around, you know? And I also want to there... know why he's so convinced that Dolores has the key. Because we don't think Dolores has the key to the sublime, right? Well. We no, know that the sublime got question. beamed somewhere. We know we know it went somewhere. But well, you think about it, there's there's two keys though. Yeah. One is the key to the sublime. Uh-huh. Where Maeve's daughter and Teddy yes. and uh Kikacha and everybody else is, all the other disembodied hosts are. Yes. The other is the key to the data in the forge. They're mm-hmm. not necessarily the same key. No, I didn't Dolores think they were the knows, same at all. Dolores knows what the encryption key is for the sublime because she repointed the cannon and put it somewhere. Okay. But as far as that I know, was my question was I thought she just sort of sent it off to somewhere and didn't care where and can't be bothered. So they were no, all just what... off someplace. Okay. No, I, th- I think she knows where it is. Uh, but the encryption key to the data in the forge that allowed her and Bernard to go inside mm-hmm. and uh, meet the, um, uh, you know, uh, the virtual, uh, what's his name? God, the character's name. Ford? Uh, no, not Ford. Oh, not Inside Ford. the forge, they keep her at oh, the... Yes. Um, Logan. Um, Logan. Yes. Jesus. Thank you. Yes. So, uh, like, that's Like, super put-together, that... chill, omnipotent Logan, which was such yes, a trip. Right. <laughs> By getting in there, they had to get the key yes. out of Peter Abernathy's head. Right. So, as far as I know... That key is still in Peter Abernathy's head. And so one theory that I have is the brain ball that we haven't seen yet Uh is not Dolores. No. It's actually just Peter Abernathy. It's dad. And she still needs that encryption key because it's still buried inside his brain. Yes. But I'm 100% convinced that that she has it. Uh, She has it somewhere, right? Yes. And that that would be the fifth. Yeah, well, he was, right. he's one of the people that I, because um, I made a list earlier of um, who we know that we haven't seen mm. yet. Um, and it will not surprise you that uh, one of the people on my list is Lawrence, because I talked about that in the reaction show, um, that we haven't seen him and he's a host that we know. And uh, I'm trying to, th- I'm, I'm scrolling through my notes because I, I scribbled a bunch of stuff and wasn't looking very closely. Um, well, you... <clears throat> But we, we you... know him and we haven't seen him. I had forgotten that Teddy actually... I don't remember if we saw Teddy actually go to the Sublime or not. Yes, Through we the door. Okay. Um, yeah, yes. We don't know what happened to Clem. We know that she got it and was in the pile, but Maeve was in the pile and she's gone on to, at this point, lead a semi-productive life. Um, we, we saw Angela be in the vicinity of the explosion, but we don't know... We, we didn't see her dead so that was kind of what i uh another question that i had Um, right because i really want it to be lawrence because if ever there was a season that needed a mother fucker it was this one (laughs) but here's here's the thing so we it's one conjecture by myself and other people online the other brain ball is peter abernathy but if it's not peter abernathy if it's a uh Another copy of Dolores, mm-hmm. who's she going to put that in, uh, in? Now, there's several theories that way. And mm-hmm. if you'll notice, 
two of the people she's put brain balls in are real people. Yes. They weren't hosts. Musashi is the only one where she used a a host design to put her brain yes. ball. That's 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 it because Charlotte was a real person. Mhm. And Martin uh, Martin Connells was a real person, yes. right? So is the other brain ball going to be in a real person or is it going to be in a oh. host body that we know? See? So we we don't oh. know that yet. Oh, no. But you know what? that sound. Yes. I think she's going to get a hold of Stubbs and she's going to swap him out. Uh, that's entirely possible. Uh, so he's not, he's not on team Bernard. He's on team Dolores. Yeah. He follows Bernard around and just, you know, but Dolores knows every movie makes. So yeah. Um, by the way, I'm possibility I hadn't considered, but me either until this minute. Um, I got uh, one for you though. Okay. I got one for you is that I think it's entirely possible that William Mm -hmm. seeing his daughter. Mm hmm. That daughter is not an hallucination of of his. That was the other person on my list was Peter Abernathy and uh, Emily. Those were the Emily, other two. Emily, yes. Yeah. So, because I would love to see Katja Herbers back uh, yes. again this season oh, to torment Wayne. I but, love watching her torture him. It's like I feel bad, thing, but I'm still like this is so fun to watch. Yeah. But the thing that shot that theory in the head was the perfect time to bring her back was in. The scene at the end in the bin, We're yeah, in the bin, in the loony bin, and it's not her; it's Dolores, yeah, in the other dress. And it's very clear from the cutting that she's not actually there. Yeah, that he's losing it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's but, it's a long shot. Now here's he, another. What is he losing it? And the reason that I ask is because oh, when he's mask. on the ground, well, but wait, when he's on the ground, Hale jabs him with a little thing that pops out of her finger or whatever and jabs him in the neck and he he has and like that little drop of blood pops out of his neck so that of course gave me 19 questions like did that thing just pop out of her finger and um was she taking something or was she leaving it because maybe she gave him something you know just like maybe she put something on the blade to continue to make him lose his cool so that she could prove that he was acting like a lunatic and that he needed to be institutionalized. So that was my question about that is that maybe she's just like full on gaslighting him. I don't know. But I thought, but that was my, my question because like they go in real tight and you see her finger with the little like needle and like jab and the big, like the well of blood that pops out of the side of his neck. And I'm like, what's going on there? So I I wonder if he actually is losing it. Oh, Kelly, it, it, last season, William, the man in black was just, just did not have both oars in the Oh, water. he was in a, he was in a uh, bad I mean, way, a, but I think, he, he I think nuts. he was near the edge and I think that she's drop kicking him over is, is that's my stance on oh, this right now. Yeah. I would completely agree with that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah he's, but he's fucked nuts. No, it's right? not like he was, so, it's not like he was some shining example of humanity and then she came along and ruined him. That's not what I'm saying or, at all. No, 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 he's, he's no shining example of, he, he's one of those people whose purpose in life is to serve as a warning to others. That's really what's going on. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so I like, so the question now I wonder is, though, about we've that. We've seen, we've seen footage for this season. Mm hmm. 
where William is sitting down, not in any of these scenes, William is no. sitting down and he's saying other things. He's outside the loony bin and, you know, he's saying, you know, I know what my purpose is. My purpose is to save the world. Yeah. So is that the ravings of a madman still, or is he actually starting to get it together? Yeah, get it, get his shit together there. Yeah. And so, so does he become a spoiler? Does he become? Is he the uh, outlier? An out, yeah, is he the outlier? We we just don't Ooh. know. They're, they're they're just screwing with us there. But think about so, him and but, but, but think about him going up against the rock just for a second, because that sounds like a really fun thing to watch. Yeah, but you know. Sorak is Mr. Technology, right? And William is... Uh, not. He is not <laughs> Mr. Technology. Uh, so I... Uh, well, yeah, remember know, he ditched a gun when he was in the park because it was too high tech and went for the knife, remember? So, yeah. yeah. exactly. Um, but we also... So, but like getting we, back you know, to the brain balls. Wait a minute. Yes. Getting back to the brain balls. Brain so balls. we got that fifth brain ball. We've talked about three yes. candidates. What I really think is going to happen i think it's likely because this is nolan and joy like to screw this we are not going to know who that fifth brain ball goes into until the end after the credits of season eight possibly episode eight (laughs) i i know it's going to be in episode eight i'm hoping it's going to be you know somewhere in the middle or whatever but (laughs) yeah it it could be postseason but uh I think they're doing that almost for a little uh, uh, Dusik's Machina kind of screw with this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Come out of left field and somebody. It's the bartender from the Mariposa or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so I think that's most likely. And any conjecture we have in the short term, let's say just flat out reveal it next episode yeah. is probably for naught because oh, I'm sure these, these people know how to make um, real puzzle boxes. Oh yes. Uh, and so, uh, uh, and you know, they love that. They, they don't just love screwing with Reddit because that's like everybody's <laughs> hobby. Yes. But they, they like screwing with the rest of us, the viewers. Oh, yeah, you know, they, for sure. They, they want to keep us challenged. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So what I want to know is something that bugged me is why didn't uh, Dolores Musashi think ahead of time that Maeve might be tracked? Why did, he, why did he screw around there? And it looked like he was trying to decapitate her. Yeah. To dig her brain ball. I out. thought he was. Yeah, he was totally looking to scoop out, scoop out her brain. Yeah. So, so what would Dolores have done with that? Not, not destroyed uh, it. I don't no, think. I think she would have given it to Hale to dangle in front of, uh, Serac. I think that's it. Yeah. Like I win because here's your big warrior that you sent to fight me. Haha. Right. My question is, um, well, I have two huge questions after watching the next week. Um, there's like this huge like world map or something. Um, <clears throat> this big wall with a bunch of stuff lit up on it. And uh, Bernard is standing in front of it and Connell's is joining him. 
You only see them for a second. I had to freeze frame through it to make sure that was what I was seeing. And I want to know what the deal is there. And I also want to know if, because we hear at one point, it, we hear what sounds like Bernard talking to Caleb. And I want to know if the two of them end up in some sort of weird alliance because Dolores is responsible for putting both of them where they are, which is in a place that neither of them wants to be. Yes. So I feel like they have a lot in common and they're both just trying to do the right thing. Um, also, by the time we get to the end of the episode, I'm so sad for Liam. I feel really bad for him at the end of that. Like, yep. he struck out at the sex charity auction and and then uh, gets chased by, like, gets, you know, accosted by a dude with a gun. Uh, first, he gets accosted by a dude with a garage door opener and can't figure out what the deal is. And then he, he gets accosted by a dude with a gun. And then his dead girlfriend pops up, kicks everybody's ass and walks around the corner and goes, oh, you know, and then like his main security, like partner in crime person, right, walks up shoots all the rest of his security, looks him in the eye and says, you better run, you know, basically, or you're next. And then his dead girlfriend walks around the corner and goes, hey, what's up? You know, and at this point, he just found out that the dude that chased him down is who has all his money. Like, that feels like a really rough day. You know, I feel like lately we've all been having some rough days. That's a rough day. That's a rough day. So what, why do... To re-ask Bernard's question, mm -hmm. why didn't she replace him already? Why did she replace McConnell's? She's obviously he's, I think his phrasing was he's still in play. Yeah. She must have some plan for him. She does. So Absolutely. what's the plan? What? Well, okay. Um, I'm totally making this up this minute, but what if she needs him? <laughs> works for me. <laughs> <laughs> what if she needs him? For some sort of advanced authentication like we saw her and Caleb do at the bank. Okay. Like not just his bloodstream, but like his blood and his eyeball or his voice or something. And so she needs him to get to Rehoboam somehow, I think. That's like I when 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 he said he's still in play, I think that's what it was. I what I don't know is how hard she can control the variables to herd him to do the thing that she wants him to do. I don't know. Well, she read his book. Yeah. Um, but we don't know if, you know, we don't know if any of that's still true. Cause in his book, he hadn't met her. So we don't know. And she didn't have to all of a sudden be dead of an overdose or anything. So we, you know, we don't know what information she had on him going in to go to to go for, further with that. So I was curious about that. Um <clears throat> I still really want to know. I'm I'm still back at Heloris jabbing the man in black in the neck. <laughs> but um, Yeah, you got me what that's about. I But I I'm also no... like I'm also really worried about Stubbs right now. <laughs> because I need him to come back because him and Bernard are so delightful together. When uh, when Lost was on the air, there was there there once they uh, once they came back to the island and we were getting the flash sidewayses, and uh, Hurley was driving around in the van and he met Miles. Um, the two of them would drive around in the van every so often, 
and we would get this brief conversation from them in an episode and that was my favorite part of that whole season of lost was miles and hurley driving around talking about stuff (laughs) and i want that from these two i want the off season between season three and season four i just want a bunch of little shorts that debut on the web that are just bernard the bernard and ashley show that's all i want in life is the two of them how they ended up in victorville um how was it a five mile swim and yet from you know but still but now they're in california like that's not five miles and you know how did they get there and all that kind of stuff and why is he wearing a shirt for the you know the tour shirt that he's wearing with the drone on it that is hilarious that i really want to go out and buy and it should be on the internet by now um I like they are they are so delightful and I love their chemistry and that moment of like how do you know that thing works fuck you Bernard like the whole thing is just delicious and I it makes me so happy to watch the two of them just do the most boring stuff in Victorville California it would be the best thing that's all yeah especially if you've ever <laughs> been to victorville california it would it would definitely be a lot more updated we, we mentioned but, in the reaction show you don't go to victorville california you end up there yes no one no one aims for victorville you aimed for something else and missed and ended up in victorville that's how that exactly. works <laughs> not to be smirch any of our listeners in victorville but you know who you are uh so <laughs> something like you I know what you did yeah you know what you did something uh that struck me today in the rewatch uh this rewatch uh is you know after uh because you were talking about dolores throwing uh stubs off the balcony yes is when she walks back and she sees what's his name the sleazeball roderick friend, uh, is his name i found out yeah, in the caption roderick yeah and she taps on the side looks at him and taps on yep. the side of her head call back to episode one of this season uh-huh when she mentions the nucleus accumbens, right? Yeah, and he because he's talking about how everything has to be a simulation. Yeah, and yeah. she's saying, you know, believing in, you know, it's your, your belief in, uh, in in your God, right? So, yeah. so she just did that to screw with him, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's all this part of your brain, which yeah. I loved. Yes, I think she was. I think she was mess. I, like, well, I think she was messing with him, but I think. She did that to 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 call back to that conversation, but also so that he would know for certain that she was who he saw, but she, he doesn't know if he actually saw her. You know what I mean? Like, did he make that up in his head? Because if he had, that's exactly what she would have done. So hmm. I feel like that's why she did it was just to to like extra mess with that dude. And who is he? Because the picture that Stubbs looks at when... They're talking when they're in the hotel room and he looks on the tablet at the picture of um, Roderick and Connells and Liam. And you can see Dolores in the background. Um, Who is Roderick that he gets to be, you know, that that he's in that photo that he, you know, because it looked like it was some sort of like press photo or file photo or something. You know, it's not like he was cruising Instagram on that tablet. So (laughs) I was wondering... (laughs) Like so I was wondering like who like who is he in the rest of the world besides just some dude that goes to all the same parties as Liam? 
Like, I wondered if so. In other words, are we going to see him again? Is he going to be a, a significant? Is he a person of consequence character? to this? Yeah. 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 Huh, good question. No idea, but the actor has nailed uh, the sleazeball friend. Uh, oh yeah, vibe there. He's absolutely the perfect sleazy sidekick. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, you know, when we saw the. Um, uh, d- uh, the robed but still disrobed, uh, girl, you know, standing up there. Uh, yes, I, I always think, oh yes, I'm watching HBO. <laughs> of course. Yes, and you know how you can tell because you see a lot more of the ladies than you do of the dudes. I noted that as well. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. Uh, although we did have some uh, uh did have some dong this season already. So in episode <laughs> so. That's that's true. A share, share alike. That's true. Uh, uh, and Westworld's always been good, uh, good for that. So yes, uh, reciprocity, I suppose. Uh, uh, so let's talk a little bit about Serac. I uh, I annoyed you earlier today when I. <laughs> When I pasted in a uh, chat, uh, an interview with uh, Vincent Cassell on mm-hmm. the fan theory that Serac uh, might not be human. And he's like, nope, he's human. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a real guy. And so uh, I was really surprised that they let him actually say that and shoot that in the head and not, mm-hmm. you know, uh, not screw with him. But uh I mean, Cassell didn't mince words there. He's like, no. no, he's not a simulation. So that one's dead, gang. I don't know. Forget I feel like that. maybe he's wiggling around it somehow. I don't know how, oh, but maybe. Well, that would be why they would let him say it. Well, yeah. Well, you're you're in that group with all these uh, silly people on Reddit, uh, <laughs> you know, trying to... No, trying I just... To wiggle around that. I feel like it makes a lot of sense for... Rohobum to have uh, a, a what would you call it a representation a manifestation in the real world an avatar in the real world yes I think that would an have avatar been, in the real world been cool sure uh, sure yeah. by the way somebody else pointed out or did we discuss this already Rohobum looks surprisingly like a really big fucking brain ball of pearl yes but not just any pearl the slightly reddish tinged uh, pearl yes. that is Bernard's brain ball. Is it Bernard? Do we know that? Yeah, the one. I can't yeah, trust they, anything anymore, so I don't know. <laughs> episode three, that's the one that Dolores picks up off the table and puts mm-hmm. in the little thing and says, oh, okay. you know, host ID. Um, okay, I didn't remember that uh, we had Bernard. actually seen that it said yeah. it was his name. Okay. Interesting. So we've still got one more brain ball to be named later yeah we talked about yeah. possibilities uh and we we also have other open issues like mave is dead now obviously she's not going to stay that way because they're going to kill off tandy newton no there's uh, no way uh even having sonata killer i mean that's uh it's not that's not the way to go uh so no what? I know she comes back. I don't know how. I'm very sad for her. Because I'm but worried there, that Ciroc is going to see it as failure and be like, okay, you're done now. And I don't want that. Because <laughs> she's not done. Right. But the, 
But here's the worry that I have is so far in all the footage that I've seen for the entire season, the previews, mm-hmm. we haven't seen any other footage that Maeve hasn't been in yet. In other words, everything that Maeve has been in, as far as I know, mm-hmm. and one of our listeners correct me on this, but we've seen all that footage. Yes. But, so but that, how we've she also comes seen... back, that, what that tells me is that how she comes back is too important to reveal. Yes. In the previous. But also, so, like, the only, the only, I don't know if we've seen anything yet. Well, I don't know if the stuff that we got before came from anything later than what, like, I think we've seen all the stuff that was in the trailers and everything. I think we're, I think few, we might be at that point. We're close to it. I think there's a few things, uh, like if you take the uh, the sneaky peek of next week out of the out of the equation, I think all of the trailers and commercials and stuff have shown us because we got that shot of devastated Paris. We've seen that now. Um, the the interactions of everybody. Uh, you know, yeah, the, we, the peaks at the, Caleb. We've seen that. Right, but the the other stuff, the 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 fighting we haven't seen oh the one picture <gasps> that we haven't seen of Maeve is where she's dragging the sword with the sparks and on the going ground. out to sparks that's to toe to toe right. with that's Dolores right. we've got one more yet yeah yep. yeah wait so we know she comes <gasps> back for that yes <sighs> so yeah I'm just gonna think and about we don't that know when that is so that's got to be that's got to be the finale though it's, yeah right yeah. It, it, It'll be episode seven because who knows what they're gonna do to us in episode eight. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But I really didn't the other thing about this episode today, like you and I have talked about how great everything looks, but this episode is just beautiful. Like every single set is except for Victorville. Every single set But it's authentic. <clears throat> oh yes. Um <laughs> it, it looks completely legit. Um uh, the the place where uh, Sirak and Maeve have the conversation is beautiful. The whole fight in the distillery, um, beautiful. The like all all of the stuff at the like the the party itself was beautiful, and all the stuff we got with um, uh, with with uh, Hale, like all of it is just beautifully done. The whole thing just looks amazing. And I like one of the things I wrote down today was like whoever's in charge of costumes this season should win all the awards because everybody looks fantastic. And I'm like, I'm like super duper into all of it. I just this this episode, I think I made a joke about it in the reaction show that like you could watch this one with the sound off because it's still just amazing to look at. Oh, by the way, speaking of the sound off, the. (laughs) Yes. Pre- uh, previously on Westworld, they did it again. Oh, no sound, I love it. Except for one thing, where um, uh, where Katya Herbert says, "Dad," that's the only dialogue in the whole thing. Yes. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And I love those little musical ones where we get the like outline. Like, remember, remember this, remember this, remember this. Okay, cool. Let's go. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and I. F- like I really <clears throat> for this epi- for this episode, well, for this season because we're halfway through now. Um, part of what I've really liked about it is how it's paying off some of the stuff in season two that I remember you and I talking about and going, "Well, 
don't fucking know. You fucking know. I got no idea. You know, and like, (laughs) and that was part of what was kind of hard about season two was uh, there there wasn't a whole lot of payoff after all of that. Like, there wasn't a whole lot of, like, the whole thing was sort of set up knowing season three was coming and then it just took so long to get here like watching season two again just felt like an exercise in frustration so i think well i hope that season two becomes a much better regarded piece of the story once we have season three all the way yes so i feel like it will be much better regarded because at the time you know we didn't have the rest of the story and once we once we get it and we understand where all that stuff came from, what it meant, why it matters. I think that'll be, I think that'll be a big difference. Right. You know, I was thinking about also significance of the episode so far. Um, there are three episodes in season two that I think are just really very good episodes. Yes. Uh, my personal favorite riddle of the Sphinx, uh, my wife's personal, uh, favorite, um, uh, why can't I think of the title of it all of a sudden? Uh, the one with uh, uh, the episode about a Kachita? yeah, Kiksuya, and Kiksuya, um, and then Akane no Mai. Yes, I think those are Akane no Mai is a beautiful episode. Yeah, it's just which one is Riddle of the Sphinx? That's the one with James Dellis. Oh, yeah, the one that opens in the yeah. 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 I really like it. And that so one. I think yeah. So what I was thinking of is are we gonna have any standout episodes like that? And then I started thinking, this episode episode This is four, that episode. <laughs> yes. Pretty darn good. Yes. So uh uh because you know, they actually did reveals a bunch of things come together, mm-hmm. you have all the players. Right. Yeah, we finally get everybody in the same place, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sort of. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so it's starting to gel. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, yeah. And I, I looked back on it, and as much as I liked last episode and the exploration which uh, with Charlotte, mm-hmm. I... And I like the f- uh, the first episode and getting uh, in- introduced to uh, uh, Caleb. And the second yes. episode, which is the, you know, uh, Maeve's whole uh, tangent, which I thought was uh, was fascinating. Yes. This one's this one felt very Westworldian, if you yes. know what I mean. Oh, I do. That was I think that was what I said about it in the reaction show. Was that this is a very Westworldy episode of Westworld? This is exactly what we want. We got payoff, and each of those payoffs led to nineteen more questions. Like every one of yeah. those answers was was exactly an answer to the question being asked, and yet now I have more questions. Um, we got character development. We had major things happen to people, all the way through uh, to, to our characters. I guess I can't really say people because that's a separate podcast, but uh, we had major things happen to every one of our characters in some way, whatever that was. Um, you know, we had a little bit of world building with the um, the bloodstream and transferring the money and that kind of thing. Oh, and yes. like all of it went like all of it 
is all the kind of stuff I want out of Westworld. You know, I got an orchestral version of a pop song. I got everything I wanted. Yeah, I'd say this has been the best episode so far. Hands down. I have loved chunks of one, two, and three. Like this sequence or uh, that bit that runs through, you know, Caleb's story through the first episode, I really enjoyed or whatever. Like I can pick pick and choose out of the first three, but this is the first one that front to back. This this one is a unit of storytelling, and this is the one that I this one I really really like. Right. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I I completely I completely agree. Yeah. So that that begs the question: Is is like, are we going to get episodes like this again, or yes. the upcoming episodes going to be this <laughs> level of of West worldiness? Um, I don't know. I, I certainly hope so. Um, yeah. It seems like in the preview for this next episode, we're going to get a lot of car chases and, you know, the, a lot of action. Yeah. It's the, it's it, it, to go back to uh, his older brother's uh, film. It seems like it's going to be the, uh, the third act of the dark Knight, which <laughs> is, not always part of that is not not uh not my favorite part of the that movie yeah uh so uh, uh i hope it's better than that because i've seen car chases before <laughs> yeah they're gonna have to do better even if yeah, those are really I, cool cars i've seen car yeah, chases they, yeah yeah so yeah. i've watched uh, bullet like i know what's up <laughs> yeah i think they did that back in the 60s so yeah. um so I want to see interesting twists on it. Like, uh, sure, there's going to be uh, sex and violence, but I, I'd like something interesting in the violence. Like the, you know, the violence now where uh, 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 fake Emily is suddenly starts to lose it and mm. go crazy about her dad shooting, and they, and then she starts bursting with blood. Yeah, you know, I want things like that that make me want to crawl up over the back of my chair. Yes, like that. yes. You know, that's. that's I'd the like weird some low level, stuff. low level creep. Yeah. Um. Wh- oh, you know what we haven't seen that we did get in the trailers. It doesn't have anything to do with Maeve. Is um they're doing some sort of weird dental stuff to the man in black. Like, oh, they're screwing with his thing in yeah. the roof of his mouth. <clears throat> yeah. So. Which we didn't know was a thing, so I was looking at that like, oh, look, that looks like non-consensual dental work. That's creepy. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, anyway. You, you thought it was something like out of Marathon Man. It was Is very, it, it looked absolutely Marathon Man. It was It was pretty terrifying. Yeah, is it um, safe? All I really need out of next week's episode is to know that Stubbs is okay. <laughs> Because this, I... this reminds me of our conversation <laughs> in first first season about um yeah about Elsie yeah about we Elsie just, is Elsie okay we just need her I to be all right need to know if Elsie's okay I don't know what happened to her and I'm really worried yes um in my notes in all caps it says I am very worried about Stubbs yes <laughs> because because the the moments of him and Bernard are some of the most human that we get. And that's why I love them. And their relationship is hilarious. And they're so good at it. Like, 
the chemistry there is just phenomenal. I would watch them all day. So I definitely want, I, I definitely want that. Um, one last thing that's in my notes, and I'm going to put this out to our listeners. Um, when Maeve goes to see the mortician, the mortician says something about she wanted to smuggle out bodies, and I don't do oh, that. Oh, yes. Don't, I had that in my notes, and I just skipped over it. Like, what <laughs> the hell did that mean? Right. Because yeah. that was just a toss away, right? Yeah. Because she just says, like, she wanted me to smuggle out bodies, and, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I actually when I rewatched again today, uh-huh. I went back and re I rewound that like three times. Like, what the hell? Yeah, and I was I had subtitles on. I was like, yeah, that's what she said. So what does that mean? Mm-hmm. I have like, no clue. Did she... I, I don't even have a I don't even have a theory to pull out of my ass on that one. The closest <laughs> I can come is um, uh, that maybe it was like out of Westworld, so it was oh, host bodies. bodies. Which it would be how she got Musashi on the mainland. Maybe she didn't have to print him. I don't know. Because mm-hmm. she's, she's got the little magic wand that repairs the skin. We saw her yeah. use that on Charlotte. So uh, if he needed that, I mean, we don't, we don't know what happened to him. Because they left them at the, at the lake. Him and Akane. Right? Akane? Yeah. Isn't that her name? Um, uh. Maeve left the two of them there. Like, we're, we'll are we be here and we'll do this. And she was like, I could take you with me and you could find out. And they were all like, no, we're good. We'll, we'll be here. So I was wondering about I was wondering about that um, because I wrote that down. Smuggle out bodies? What bodies? So uh, yes. I definitely want to know that. And listeners, if you have a theory on that, uh, definitely let us know. You can get uh, the show at Westworld Rewind on Twitter. You can get me on Twitter as Verso. You can get Don under his super secret code name. Don Melton. <laughs> yep. And, I know it's obscure. I know uh, it's obscure. Yeah. Good luck tracking him down. I mean, really. Um, <laughs> but I think, well, for now, that's going to do it for us. I just happened that that caught me out of the corner of my eye. Uh, I'm so glad you like, saw that. Your, wait, what uh, bodies? Because I yeah. just, yeah, I, I just skipped over uh, my line and my notes on that. So we will I, I see you. I want to know you. so much. <laughs> we will see you all or hear you all or have listen to you all. Uh, Sunday night. You'll after hear us react. Episode five. Yes. Do we know the name? Uh, I think we actually do know the name. The first four episode the... titles were released to critics. I think the first four episodes might have been. I don't know. But. Uh, I've seen the first four episodes titles all over the place. And when I went looking for episode five today, I didn't see it. Uh, yes. Uh, episode five is titled Genre. Oh. Episode six is titled Decoherence. Episode seven, and these are all new to me because I uh, I oh. guess these are Well, genre is that, as... that little black and yellow thing that's supposed to be a drug for your implant yeah. that we saw at the sex auction. Okay. By, and it's implied that Caleb gets juiced with it by Liam. Uh-huh. So Cal- Caleb's off in uh, La La Land okay. uh, in episode five, I think. So Decoherence, episode six, Past Pawn in episode mm. seven. And episode eight is Crisis Theory. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm really worried. I don't know what that is. But I'm I'm worried about there being one. Anyway, yeah. 
Well, it's a, it sounds <laughs> apocalyptic. It uh, does. And we so... and we were worried this show was going to turn into a documentary. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Or a so... situation comedy, which I could have. Yeah. Well, we get a little bit say, of that. Yeah. Why do you think I'm so worried yeah. about Stubbs? Yeah, exactly. So... <laughs> Because right. I have a soft place. I have a warm, special place in my heart for our friendly neighborhood Hemsworth. I really yes. like him. Um, I just feel like he makes he makes every scene he's in better. Makes he's, me happy. He's just fallen off a balcony. It's not like he's still in Victorville. I know. Right? But what if he landed on his bad arm? I mean. Oh, man. <laughs> if nothing else, he'll just be in an even worse mood than the ray of fucking sunshine he was in Victorville. So who knows? <laughs> Uh, that was good. All right, let's you wrap. You never know. Let's wrap. We're done. Let's ship this thing. Yes. Uh, we will talk to all of you later. Uh, as Don said, you can catch us a Sunday night when we do the reaction show for episode five. Don, thanks so much for being here. As always, it makes me so happy to come hang out with you and talk about this show. I love it. I love it. We will talk to you again on Sunday. In the meantime, be excellent to each other and let's be careful out there. 